You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I am your host, Kathy Whaley, MD, physician and life coach. Do you want to live the life you choose? A life that is by design rather than by default? Well, that path to the life you choose is uniquely yours, and it's filled with limitless potential. So join me and burn your manual. This book that defines our expectations of self, but also holds us back. Together, we will forge, innovate, and refine as we go along. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Whaley, MD. I'm so happy to be here with you all again. Today is the day that I'm going to share with you my BHAG. Yes, the big, hairy, audacious goal. So some of you may know that I wrote a grant submission a while back and submitted it for funding because I had created a burnout program for nurses. And the end all be all of that is it didn't happen. I really never heard back, nor did I find alternative means of funding. But in the meantime, what did happen is that I had several consults from people working in healthcare who didn't have a doctor's salary and who were really ready to do the work of coaching and saw the benefit, but there was no way that you could ask for coaching prices. And so I started pursuing a pay-what-you-can model to gauge what price point was serving for those that I wanted to serve. And to be clear, at this point, coaching is a side job, right? I still have a full-time job, so it's not about the money. I don't need the money to live on. This is about trying to create an innovative system that increases the access to this tool, right? Because coaching is an evidence-based intervention, It is proven to decrease stress, improve quality of life, decrease burnout, increase your self-compassion. And so if I participate in coaching the way that it's been done historically, it's going to allow the social determinants of health to restrict access to what is an evidence-based wellness tool. And I really just couldn't live with that. So... I was prompted to dream up my BHAG, the big, hairy, audacious goal, which is that I wanted to create a wellness platform that's available for anybody who works in the healthcare field and that comes at a price point that is accessible. It's doable. So I am pleased to announce that the beta launch has started. And I am welcoming roughly 20 people to the beta launch. And here's why. I could go about my business and create a platform. But without the input of others that work in healthcare and have a varied background, it's going to be a platform that serves me great. But I can't promise that it's going to be a platform that serves the masses. So there are a couple handfuls of people who heard the vision, support the vision, and they're partnering with me to build this out. So I share all of that to say, I'm excited to announce that it's started. 
And I hope you will look forward to the opportunity when I will formally launch this platform. Because it really is about service to you and increasing the access to the evidence-based tool for everyone. Doctors, nurses, nursing assistants, social workers, EMS working in healthcare, whoever. If you work in healthcare, you're in the same environment. We have something in common. Okay, so on to this week's episode. I'm going to talk about the question, are you using your power to choose wisely? And to go into detail, I I want to reference a children's book that I read to my children often. It's called What Would Danny Do? And I will leave a link to it in the podcast notes. But in this book, What Would Danny Do? Danny is a little boy who basically says that he's a superhero and his most important superhero power is the power to choose. And what's wonderful about this book is that it has several different endings. And so there are conflict points that come where your child who's reading the book with you can make a choice, make a decision about whether to do one choice and see the consequence of the choice versus another. This was particularly good for my oldest when he was little because we definitely had some trouble using the power to choose wisely. And I can't say that we've perfected the concept, but seeing a little boy make choices and see the natural consequences was really, really helpful in terms of helping him refine his decision-making. So if we extrapolate that concept to self, it's a really powerful question to ask, you know, am I using my personal power to choose wisely? And the way that this came up for me is I was talking with a friend who's also a fellow coach, and I was sort of just expressing that I was feeling sad, you know, because human over here. And we started talking through it. And I was just sort of lamenting that I felt I had fallen back into old ways of not taking care of myself as well. Um, Not, you know, eating mindfully. I've certainly gained a fair bit of weight through the pandemic with back surgery. And while I'm really meeting that with compassion, it was more about me feeling like it had happened without my permission. And so she asked me, why did I think all of this had happened? And it sort of hit me like a thunderclap of, well, I'm just not using my power to choose wisely. And so what did I really mean by that? Well, I mean, am I making choices that are serving of me and of the future me I want to be? So the same for you. Are you using your power to choose wisely? I'm basically asking, are you making choices that are serving of you and the future you want to be towards your goals, purpose, vision, 
So in reference to the weight loss, mindful eating, self-care for me, I actually was actively choosing not to, but unaware, right? And so here's sort of what happened. My son had a bit of a mental health crisis maybe four to six weeks ago. And it was just sort of a random blip. He's okay. But it resulted in really sort of clamping down at home. We had an acute issue that needed all of my time and attention and all of the time and attention of my husband also. And so my personal needs or mindfulness or self-care in that moment really did need to be put on the chopping block. And I have a lot of peace about that. I am okay, right? We always have times where we have to sacrifice the priorities in the moment because something else becomes more important. But see, here's what happened. I mean, those are my old ways inherently, right? That I don't prioritize things that are for me. So I made a conscious choice to revisit the old way, but then I lost track of it and I sort of forgot that I was doing it. And so it hit me like a thunderclap when I realized that actually the choosing not to prioritize those things had gone on autopilot And now we had moved past the immediate gain of making those choices in relation to my son. And now it was more harmful, right? So again, I'm never going to sugarcoat this whole coaching thing and pretend that I'm not still human who doesn't still have to manage her mind every day. The struggle is real. So I, I really realized, was I using the power to choose wisely? No. And I had stopped asking myself that question because I was on autopilot mode. And if I asked myself, is this what my future self would do? I'm like, no. Would my future self have made the same choice in the middle of a crisis? 100%. But my future self wouldn't have kept doing it and would not keep doing it just because. So that was my awareness that, okay, it's time to adjust We have to take some baby steps toward making progress. There is tremendous power in our thoughts and awareness. And we don't have awareness in autopilot mode. So I have come up with an equation, which I will also reference in the show notes, of basically how our power to choose wisely equals our awareness times our thoughts and questions divided by the autopilot. So if we want to increase our power to choose wisely, we either have to increase our awareness, increase our thoughts and questions, or decrease the autopilot mode. The autopilot mode is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful invention that our mind has that keeps us from having to operate every day as if it's brand new and fresh. But the flip side is, is that it happens without us realizing it takes over without conscious awareness. And so therefore those old habits truly die hard. So hard. 
right? And the minute that we give the old habits a foothold and we lose our mindfulness about it, we're back, right? So, so that's what happened. I made a conscious choice to change back to the old ways temporarily for a crisis. I would do it again. But then when the crisis was over, I was not mindful enough to recognize that I was not using the power to choose wisely. And I was not going back to the intentional ways. So I'm going to give you an example of how this impacts me on a daily basis, like for work, another example. Mindful eating during a workday when you have a ton of meetings or you're working with patients is very challenging. So even when I have thought about my food, I've selected foods that are healthy and that I genuinely enjoy and make me feel good, I still may eat way more of it than I actually need because I'm scarfing it down during my meeting or I'm scarfing it down while I work on patient notes. So this is one of those things that I have tried really hard to carve out five minutes, five minutes to eat. And it may be that I can't carve out all of my eating time at once, but if I just take five minutes of, I'm not going to write any notes right now. I'm not going to take a phone call. If it's not a true patient emergency, I am going to have five minutes where I just focus on my food and what it tastes like and how my body feels. And then I'll go do whatever I need to do and maybe I'll come back in another five minutes. I am perfectly fine taking a bite here or there. So if the only way that feels acceptable to me is to eat for five minutes intentionally and with mindfulness and then hit a pause, do some stuff and then come back to it for another five minutes some other time, that's totally doable to me right? Because slicing out five minutes here or there throughout the day does not feel nearly as big of an ask as me slicing out 30 minutes. Now that doesn't mean that you may decide I want to slice out 30 minutes. That's what I'm doing. I'm not doing this five minute crap. Power to you. I mean, it is seriously what works for you. For me, I like to graze The only reason that I overstuff myself is because I don't give myself the time to take my time. So doing five minutes here, five minutes there, frankly, makes me feel better. It makes me feel better because I don't get overstuffed to the point that I want to take an afternoon nap and I have the satisfaction of grazing and I really enjoy my food so much more because I'm actually paying attention to it. So that's just a personal example of a way in which my power to choose really matters. So if we want to increase the power to choose wisely, we have to influence one of the three parts of the equation, right? So let's talk about awareness. For me, and what I suggest for you is we all have these pain points, like these specific things that we neglect or don't pay attention to or sort of put on autopilot. And so, as I told you before, for me, it's always like self-care and mindful eating, hands down, always. 
So when we recognize those very specific pain points and the habits that we're desperately trying to break, those are the ones that at the very beginning of your day or the beginning of your week or whatever the time frame is that you set, we make very intentional plans and goals. Now, that does not mean that we don't deviate from them sometime throughout the day. The goal is that if we do deviate, we've done so consciously and with intention. We've thought about it before we deviated. So for example, for me, that's the plan of I'm going to I'm going to set a timer for 5 minutes and I'm going to give myself that 5 minutes where I'm not answering the phone barring an emergency. I'm not getting on a meeting. I'm just going to focus on the food and enjoying it. I mean, how many times have you sat down to something that was like truly delicious and it is gone in five minutes and you didn't enjoy a single bit of it? Like you didn't notice how good it was. And then it's all over and you're like, man, I would really like to do that again. I feel really unsatisfied. And it's literally because you ate it without even paying attention. Like that was a secondary thing to what else was going on. So to increase your awareness and at the same time decrease the autopilot because they are essentially opposite of each other, you want to, number one, identify your pain points. Number two, identify the old habits. And then number three, make a very proactive plan for ways in which you can be more intentional, such as the five-minute deal. And for me, I set those plans on a weekly basis where I will think about my food and come up with really nutritious options. But then every morning, I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. Like, I revisit my plan. And please understand, this is not about trying to lose pounds. This is about trying to being in the moment, trying not to waste the pleasure of eating something that I've made that is nutritious and also fucking amazing and missing out on the moment because I was too busy writing a note. I can spare five minutes. Now we need to talk about how do we increase the thoughts and questions to heighten our power to choose. And here's really what I mean. So I did a burnout webinar fairly recently where one of the things that I highlighted was that if you stop asking yourself if this is acceptable Like, let's say you've identified things that you don't really like, right? But you never ask yourself, is this acceptable? Is this a non-negotiable? Then you never actually give your mind the chance to evaluate how it could be different. So the power of the thoughts and questions is asking yourself the questions needed to figure out if something can change. So have you stopped asking yourself for more? Have you stopped asking for help? Have you stopped looking for things to be different? So in order to heighten 
the power of your thoughts and questions. I'm challenging you to not look for why it can't change. I want you to find me the evidence for why it can change. Because they're both there. Both pieces of evidence are present. And if our focus is on, this is the way it's always been, I don't know how to do that, then we restricted the possibilities before we even had a chance. If we instead operate from a place of everything is figureoutable and I just haven't figured it out yet, imagine what our mind can do. And then we take baby steps to move the needle. Because again, we can take massive action, but we don't have to. We get to the finish line no matter what. These small baby steps add up over time to be massive. The massive action is still climbing to the same peak of the mountain as the baby steps. Doesn't matter. Pick your path, make your choice. Okay? Are you today using your power to choose wisely? If you were your future self, would you be choosing the same way? And the odds are, hells no. Because what got you here, where you are now, is not going to get you there. That's it, plain and simple. It's different paths if you want something to change. You don't have to know what the path looks like. And so if you're not where you want to be and you're not moving towards it, inevitably you're likely living in some mode of fear. That's very understandable. Fear is naturally inherent in all of us. But we also have courage ingrained in us. The courage to do something even when we're afraid. And we demonstrate that all the time. Starting a new job. Well, we've never done that specific job before. And even though we're fearful, we still leap. And we don't know how to do that exact job. I mean, yes, let's say that I take another job as a physician and I go somewhere else as a physician. What physician looks like in one facility may be somewhat different from the other. So again, what got you here won't get you there. And if fear is holding you back, that's human. But I'm going to challenge you to think about all the things that you already deploy courage to help yourself move forward. And I want you to deploy it in this area so that you can use the power to choose wisely and move yourself down the path you desire. And when you fall back on old habits and you don't use the power to choose wisely, which frankly will inevitably happen because perfection doesn't exist, so we can't all do this all the time. 
I offer you to meet yourself with compassion, right? I didn't beat myself up about having backslid for a week or two. When I realized that I wasn't using my power to choose wisely, I mean, it was frankly relieving. I was like, aha, like here it is. But I wasn't sitting there telling myself, oh, that shouldn't have happened. Because if I tell myself, oh, that shouldn't have happened, then I'm operating from a place of a manual, right? And the manual that I might have for myself, frankly, it's always entrenched in shame. And I'm going to tell you something. I have felt enough shame in my lifetime to last the rest of my life. And I ain't having it anymore. I am done with the shame. So again, when we slip up, when we go back, that is part of the human experience. Nothing has gone wrong. And that experience will teach you something. As this time did, right? When I have a crisis with my child... I very easily revert back into old patterns by choice. And then I forget to rewrite the ship. So now the next time that something happens, I'm just going to be really mindful to have some check-ins. Is now a time to switch back? No, not yet. Crisis still going on. Okay. I'll check in again a little bit later. But again, this was a really valuable experience. And I'm now on the other side of it with a lot of valuable data. So are you using your power to choose wisely? That is what I'll leave you with. It's all I have for you today, my tribe. I really enjoy being with you every week. Again, if the podcast resonates for you, if you would help me spread the word by subscribing rating it, writing a review, sharing it on social media, whatever you want to do. And if you need me before next week, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm just an email away. Have an awesome Monday. Are you ready to start making progress, forging the path to the life you choose? Well, visit me at freedomforphysicians.com. Here you will find free resources and guides for any healthcare professional ready to get started. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out.